Welcome to WWT Live, the Wednesday edition. We got a lot for you today. We got some game show news, some interesting quotes from Cody Rhodes, and we're obviously going to talk about who's leading the merchandise cycle here for the past summer. That and much more on the Wednesday edition. Keep it locked. It's WWT Live. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Welcome to WT Live, the Wednesday edition. It's your boy, Said Says, a.k.a. Cedric. And I'm glad that I'm not alone, so we got a lot to digest. I got my boy, A. Dowser, with me. Sir, how's it going? What's good? What's good, man? Um, it, it's, it's a very tiring day for me today, but, you know, I'm here putting in the work for wwt live let's go let's go tiring is right it's hot out here i've been (laughs) i've been at it since early this morning what threw me off this week is i made the mistake of staying up overnight to watch that uh in new way stephen fulton fight that didn't air until like Uh, 5 a.m here tuesday morning so i've been off ever since that oh five (laughs) eight started at 1 30. so it was like i was like i'm up I might as well get through it, and it was it was a mistake, big mistake. Wow! I've been off ever since. Wow, that's that's like for us when we have to watch, um, you know, any any pay per views and whatever else, especially like WrestleMania or something like that. We have to book the next day off because it's not gonna happen. It's just right. Not happen. It's just, it's, just <laughs> it's like it's like you gotta be, make those hard choices and you regret it immediately. For real. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of good news Dude. today from what I saw. Mm. Uh, what we got first? Um, so we can kick things off with um, the game show news that you mentioned at the top of the show. Um, we have seen a little trailer. I think it was, I believe it was Biggie that shared it on his Twitter. I'm sure he's been everywhere else as well. Um, but um, WWE stars will be featured on Family Feud. Um, I believe it's this Sunday, of course, hosted by um, by our guy um, Steve Harvey. Um, the, the show will feature um, on one side with, with, with the men, um, you've got Seth Rollins, The New Day, um, and then on the ladies' side, you've got Becky Lynch, um, Alexa Bliss, I believe, and a few others, man. It, it, it looks interesting and exciting. You've got Bailey, you've got, um, you've got Natalia, and of course, you've got Dolph Ziggler as well on the men's side as well. That, that can only be... A good thing it's a it's a nice mix of characters and of course you've got the little husband and wife thing going on as well mm-hmm. with seth and becky so on cue should be yeah. interesting <laughs> I was saying yes that. on cue <laughs> i like it I, th- I think when you have the intersection of like game show media and then the wwe it's always very entertaining uh mm. you can see some of these guys kind of stick in character and then some people are just being their natural selves i i, I told the, everybody uh, a few days ago about um, the weakest link on Peacock, and if you guys haven't seen that, it's hilarious. Mm. Uh, mainly, not not so much the questions. I feel like there were some layup questions, some things that guys got wrong. But the new day literally bullied everyone. Like when it when it came time to vote people out, they used their their <laughs> trios rule, even though like they could have been the weakest link at the time. They were just bullying right. everybody, and they they got Seth out of there. They got wow. Becky out there when they were answering all the questions. It was comical. So if there's anything that's going to be good about Family Feud when it airs, which of course with Steve Harvey, he's Kings of Comedy, um, of course it's going to be comical. 
It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be fun. You should absolutely watch it. They do a good job on these shows. Not, and it's, it's interesting because I think you said uh, Big E's the one that shared it. He's been sharing a lot of his media. Big E's been mm-hmm. everywhere. He's been everywhere. He's been everywhere. I don't know if that's like a telltale sign or what, but he's been mm. in the news cycle. Like he, I think I just saw a video of him for obviously promoting SummerSlam in Detroit at a local restaurant where he just made his own uh, entree. It was like a giant pancake with like all the meat and yeah, yeah, eggs yeah, in yeah. between like a sandwich. Like he's been everywhere. So I don't know if that's a telltale sign for a return or or what. Um, I mean, he did. He, he has mentioned. I think it was the start of this month, um, start of July, that um, there was no kind of planned return, or there's no, you know, there's no sign of exactly when he's going to return. So I think he's just keeping himself busy, to be honest. Um, and you know, we know how good he can be, you know, outside of the ring or with a mic or just being entertaining. So you know, he's got so much things he can do. He's doing, he's doing the announcing stuff. Um, I don't know if that's still going on. Um, in terms of like whether the season is still carrying on or whatever else. But, you know, he's got so many other things that he can do. So, you know, it's it's good to see that he still has something to do, even though he can't be in the ring, um, which is great. But I think as well, like the other thing um, he said about, you know, everyone being entertaining and stuff and, and your other game shows, you know, we've we've seen, I think, I don't know if it's aired, but um, Bianca and um, the Street Profits were on while and out. Obviously, we've seen the New Day, we've seen the Usos on there. Um, you know, it's nice when we see these guys kind of outside of their environment of the WWE. Um, and we get to kind of relate to them a little bit, whether they're in character, whether they're their normal selves. It, it's just nice to see them in a different environment. We get to relate to them just a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. You kind of get mm. to see them, like you said, out of their element, kind of being themselves. A lot of the stuff they're doing is for charity, which is very cool. Yes, um, true. A lot true. of charitable acts. I think for the weakest link, they were uh, doing stuff for Connor's Cure. So mm-hmm. I think that stuff is all positive, and you get to see mm. these characters uh, not having to hurt themselves all the time, just to <laughs> yeah, 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 just yeah, to entertain yeah. us, which is always, <laughs> always very good. Um, and you, I was going to say quickly, the other thing is nice to see as well. Obviously, we mentioned Big E, but also Alexa Bliss, who we haven't seen on WWE TV for a while. Obviously, she's you know announced that she's pregnant as well, um, so we won't see her on any 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 WWE um, related stuff for for quite a while. So it's nice to be able to see her as well. Um, you know, again, we haven't seen her for a while, so you know, I'm looking out to see what kind of clips come out from Sunday um, from from this family feud. Yeah, I agree. I think that was actually one of the cool parts because, like you said, we haven't seen Alexa Bliss in some time. Uh, mm. Just because since she announced her pregnancy, so seeing her in that light, I'm not sure how far along she was during that. But I mean, it was mm, good to mm, see mm. her. And unfortunately, she was one of the other people that fell victim to the New Day's antics with uh, the voting system. But <laughs> entertaining nonetheless. You guys should all check it out. And then sticking with the game show theme, mm. Xavier Woods has been in a new cycle uh, lately, which I think we've all known what his what his path is post WWE. But he, I think he's out saying that. Uh, past his wrestling career, he wants to be a game show host. And I think we know which game show, uh, if it ever comes back. Uh, What can you tell us about this story? Um, So he's saying that he wants to do some game show hosting and stuff like that, which, you know, it it, it just makes sense. Um, We've seen him hosting um, for G4 and, you know, and other things like that. So, you know, it should be very interesting indeed to see what he's going to do. Obviously, he's been doing his own thing with Up, Up, Down, Down and all the rest of it. But... He mentioned that he would love to do a was a Wheel of Fortune um, eventually when um, 
Pat Sajak leaves. I don't know how long that's going to take. Um, but, you know, he's been, Pat Sajak has one. been around for a very long time. Um, so, so yeah, there could be that as well. Um, but, yeah, as I said, you know, um, Xavier's been doing his hosting thing for a while. Um, game shows, being entertaining, bringing an element of comedy, all that kind of be at that and how naturally it comes to him. So it makes complete sense for him to do something like this. Um, but to, to, you know, to aspire to such an iconic game show as uh, Wheel of Fortune is, you know, he's setting a bar high, which is which in itself is a very good thing. You, I can totally see it, too. We know his, his dream game show is that Nick Arcade, um, if they ever revive it. And, I, and it's very surprising that we have an audience that's planned yes. for Nick Arcade and Nickelodeon hasn't just, like, hey, let's, let's try to make this happen. Mm. They've revived so many shows, I feel like, over the years, and that's one they just haven't stuck to. So I, I hope he gets that dream. Uh, the Will of Fortune thing is very interesting because that's, that's setting the bar really high. But the, the cool thing is that you can visualize it. You can really see high. Uh, he's, mm. he's taken up, up, down, down and created some of the most entertaining content in the WWE sphere with all the stuff they do with gaming. So you can expect a lot more gaming content, I'm sure, more gaming tournaments. If you guys have never seen the, the intersection between AEW and WWE, if you will, when they did the Street Fighter tournament and it gets Kenny Omega yes. and the and the Bucks. Yes. That you know what? One thing I'll say about that: that's an hour and a half that you might not get back, but you're definitely going to enjoy it. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is hilarious, and I, and I think that's what's what's great about seeing wrestlers and game shows because they do this live television stuff almost effortlessly. Mm -hmm. So to see them in that space, it's it's also good. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, chat. She's saying they already got Ryan Seacrest booked for Will of Fortune, but uh, I don't know. If you, uh, Ryan Seacrest has been around forever. They might want to rethink that. True. Ryan Seacrest makes a lot of sense, of course. As you said, he's been around forever. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a well-known face, household name um, in, in the U.S., probably even around the world, to be honest. Um, so that makes a lot of sense for someone to jump on an iconic game show like that. Um, would make sense, but at the same time, you know, you know, um, Xavier Woods could easily do this whole um, Nick Arcade, as you said, you know, up, up, down, down, gaming, G four stuff. You know, it, it, it all makes complete sense. He would be the perfect person um, for something like that as well. Um, you know, so yeah, it, 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 it's going to be nice to see what he does um, outside of wrestling, if and and when. I don't know how long that's going to take, but when his 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 wrestling career is kind of coming to an end you know what i mean those transitions from those big those big shows are never easy either mm. I, I remember when they uh replaced uh golly what's the name of the show uh the price is right to with drew uh. carry and that transition took a while drew carry's been there for a minute now but it's never easy to replace somebody that's been around for decades on it mm. you have you you've spanned so many different audiences to just get used to that person yeah, 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 definitely. It definitely is. It's, it, you know, they're part of the game show itself. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like you turn it on and expect to see someone else. And so when you do see someone else, whether you've been told about it or not, you're kind of like, I don't know if I'm used to this. But it takes, you know, obviously the, the the good hosts take a while to, to grow on us and, and, and they end up doing a good job um, if they're able to stick around, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Shout out to Stephanie in chat. She's saying Xavier should be world heavyweight champion before he's done. And I, you know what? I can't disagree. I feel like it'd be a complete disservice to the new day if all three of them don't eventually touch the big belt. That is that is true. That is true. He's the only one that's missed out. Um, I believe he needs a, a, a title run with with like either the US or the Intercontinental Championship, first of all. Um, just to give him, you know, that experience of holding the belt or you know, um that type of belt, singles championship for for a while. But then I, I can't see why he shouldn't be, you know, pushed um towards that the the uh, you know a, a world championship. The opportunity was right there when he was king of the ring, and I felt like they missed the boat mm. there. They missed the boat, and w- w- which rubs me the wrong way because Baron Corbin was king of the ring for like three years. He's so like, <laughs> like he he was able to he was calling himself king for like forever, and it's right, like right. We got King Woods and manifested, and it's like we got through a season and it was just gone, like mm. for no reason. For yeah, no reason. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they totally because he beat Balor. For King of the Ring, was it Balor? I think it was Balor. I, I can't even remember. I can't even remember. It was Balor. So I mean, that's a pretty mm. big deal to not elevate somebody after that, at least to yeah, some type yeah. of singles title picture. Yeah, at least a, a, a title picture. I mean, it was nice that you you know had this little thing with uh, Roman Reigns for a couple of weeks, um, but even just to push him afterwards. Obviously, he got injured and stuff, but then to push him to um, like an Intercontinental or US Championship would have just made complete sense. Um, but yeah, they definitely missed the trip there. Definitely did. Man, that Roman Reigns program seems like it's so long ago, too. Yeah. They yeah. certainly got it. feels like that was two years ago when it really was maybe. It, it might have been in the spring of last year. Was it? Wow. Wow. It actually feels like it was actually two years ago. But yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Possibly. It's crazy. Speaking of storylines, we got to get into some merch talk. And lo and behold, Mr. Yeah himself is dominating merchandise. It's being reported that LA Knight is pretty much in the top five of merchandise sales. Just going down the line, the number one sold shirt right now is the Cody Rhodes Claim Your Kingdom t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And the next four are all LA Knight shirts. The yeah. Black LA Knight Yeah t-shirt, <laughs> Black LA Knight logo t-shirt, the yellow LA Knight Yes t-shirt, and the branded Royal LA Knight logo t-shirt. What is going on? <laughs> wow. Wow. And and the crazy thing is as well, obviously we've had the talk this week as well of, of you know, uh, people debating his push and where he's going to be pushed and how, why is it taking so long and where it's going to happen after SummerSlam and all this kind of stuff. But with, with these numbers um, or these rankings in, in, in terms of the merch, surely, Surely that means something has to come up for this guy. Um, they have to do something with him, uh, not just put him on the on, on the TV to speak for a few minutes and then you know do nothing more. Man, they they, they have to do something. I mean, you know, we, we were seeing LWO, um, Rey Mysterio, and um, Santos Escobar in this final um, for the number one contendership for the US Championship, and a massive reason why the LWO are being used so heavily. It's because their merch sales were crazy a few months ago. So with LA Knight being here right now, surely someone has to has to say, okay, let, let's let's do it. Let's do it now. Well, is it well that's an interesting point. Uh, because it is gonna be Rey Mysterio versus Santos, and we know how much they sold uh in Puerto Rico mm. for backlash, but it, 
I feel like that's an opportunity for them to tell a different story. I don't know. Maybe it's the passing of the torch to Santos, uh, kind of making him feel like a star going over a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's interesting. I feel like we've taken so long to get Santos's point, but LA Knight's star power is undeniable. Boza is in the chat is saying that uh, Vince is so stubborn to see the star power. LA Knight is this a is this a Vince decision here? Because how much gold does Vince have now with Triple H being in creative controls? I feel like they're pushing all the right buttons with LA Knight. I, I feel like from from things that I've read um, that you know obviously Vince still has some level of pull. It might not be as much as he used to, but at the same time, if Vince speaks, you don't really want to turn around and say no. Um, but I believe you know he's uh, it's been well documented over the last few weeks that LA Knight was used um as a manager when he first came to the, the main roster because of his age um so that has something to do with it and i'm hearing as well uh, how you know he's he's difficult to work with or rubs people the wrong way backstage has another reason you know to do has something to do with it as well obviously we don't know how true all of that is these are rumors we're not there um we don't know but um i wouldn't be too surprised if you know um vince isn't fully convinced. Um, I've heard he he has a better um, view of LA Knight now, but um, you know it might it might be him stopping things. But at the same time, it could just be you know things that are happening in in the back that we just don't see. I just don't know about. Could this be history repeating itself in a way when we saw how much the fans were behind uh, Bobby Roode coming ah. right out of NXT? where I was doing the glorious song, everybody was singing it, but you would never see him get a strong singles push at the time because you would think it was because of his age. Right, right, right. And and I think that's happened a few times, you know what I mean? Um, Keith Lee kind of, you know, was subjected to a very similar thing. Um, we've seen others in the past as well, as you mentioned, Bobby Roode. Um, so it's a possibility, but at the same time, my, my thinking is also, you've got the likes of Bobby Lashley. Yes, he's been around for a while, um, yeah. But I'm sure Bobby Lash is older than him and than LA Knight, um, and he still became a world champion. Um, so you know it's not too late. But at the same at the same time as well, for me that means it should not necessarily be rushed. But we're running out of time to do something with a guy with such star power. Um, to say that he's too old is, I, I don't think it it, it doesn't um, wash with me. You know, what I mean, it's it's one of those things where, well, if his age is an issue, then, you know, and his star power is so high, let's hurry up and do something before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree with that. It, I guess it just becomes a matter of like how he's viewed is that the fans love L.A. Knight so much. One thing we don't see is L.A. Knight picking up a series of victories. I know yes. um, I think it was a week or so ago we had the news that on the internal spreadsheets that he still viewed as a hill by the company. Mm-hmm. So that makes me believe one, they're still slowly transitioning his character, but also who's going to be the person to put him over. Like who's going to be the person of credibility that he finally gets a big pinfall against. That's true. On the SmackDown that's, roster. That's, that's, that's and, a very good question. Actually. And scanning the brand. It's very tough to find that person who may be a gatekeeper or, has been around mm. for a while who was like hey this wouldn't hurt this character let me put la knight over this person i am actually struggling to think of who that could possibly be to be honest you know it's it's not an easy one it's not an easy one um but as you said he's a, he's a um la knight's a heel 
um, right now. So, like, would, you, would you put LA Knight over a Sheamus right now? Ah, that's I think that's doable. I think that's doable. I think like could a clean work. victory over Sheamus. There's amicable amicable respect at the end, something like that. I think that's possible. Um, Elia Knight's, you know, is 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 a bit of a is is a tough guy, and it so, you know, it, it it can work. He's he's not the, you know, um, smarmy hero like say the Miz, for example, who you know we know we just look at him and we know he has to almost cheat to to beat the bigger guy and all that kind of stuff. Elia Knight could easily kind of go over, um, beating someone like Seamus Clean as well. So, it, it, it it's possible. It's possible. I can't think of many more, but Seamus is a is a good one. It's a good one. It's just it's it seems like, and we know there's not enough time for all these characters on Friday nights, but it might just be a timing thing. Like hmm. you might have just got to WWE during like a time where there's so many new characters to push because we we've seen, um, and I'm talking about young talent. We talk about Santos Escobar mm -hmm. possibly going over Mysterio. You have Austin Theory mm -hmm. here. Um, mm -hmm. I mean. Something's going on where they're drinking the Kool Aid on Grayson Waller backstage because he's getting all these different all, all the pushes, and I'm talking mm. about the media pushes. He's getting mm. the, the segments. He was just on the MMA Hour with Ariel Hawani. There's a lot of characters that LA Knight has to quote unquote leapfrog the pecking order of to kind of mm. be in that spotlight. And it's it's not a matter of uh, when it's who. That's why I'm saying like who yeah, spot yeah. do you give up? For LA Knight to get this push, I, I think there may be a possibility of having a good feud with Santos Escobar. Um, whether Santos becomes champion or not, um, that could be something to to use. Um, I guess in the meantime or whatever else, um, maybe to push LA Knight to a championship at some point. That would be a good one. Um, they're both kind of, you know, we've talked about LA Knight's age, of course, but they're still both rising stars on the main roster. Right. Um, so I think that would be a nice way to do it um, to kind of hold the time. And all the rest of it, but yeah, it, it would definitely need a big win uh, for Elena, or at least in terms of whether it be whoever whoever he who he beats, or if he wins a championship, he needs one of those two big things to you know make us feel as though he's getting the push that we want him to get or have been waiting for. I, I think everybody's in consensus that they got to get this belt off of Austin Theory um, at this yeah. point. But mm. the thing with Austin is. Once you get that U.S. title off him, where does he go from there? Because yeah. the company already uh, sees him in a positive light, so he's only going to go up. But how do we, I guess, how do we keep him relevant? If, mm. if you were to move move to Escobar, so Escobar can feud with Knight or somebody else. I don't, I don't know where where Austin could go. Um, obviously, we've got um, Roman Reigns holding the the Universal Championship hostage. Um, so, and I, I think long. that's a bit, possibly not for long, possibly not for long. And Austin Fury has beaten Jay um, before uh, when he's when he right. had his US Championship on, on the line as well. I think that so was there's, there's Jay's that. first singles matches too, right? This I think his first, to... yeah, I think his first singles championship opportunity, yeah, definitely. Um, so there's that. So that, that story could be there. Um, but, I, I don't know that there's no one in between. Again, it's a very similar situation with as as LA Knight in the sense where there's no one in between that mid mid card to Roman Reigns that kind of makes you feel as though that's a big someone to beat. I, I, I don't know who there is anymore. Sheamus is is a good 
ask, but at the same time, is it enough? I, I, I don't know. And obviously, you know, Austin Fury is feuding with she has feuded and kind of still is feuding with Sheamus at the moment. So yeah, I, I don't know where else he goes from here, to be honest. It's a tough one. It is tough. I mean, things mm. are gonna we're gonna see if it's gonna be Ray or Santos here um, in a few days. So we'll see how they do that. But I mean, one thing's for sure is they they've noticed they've noticed the power of LA Knight through the sales mm -hmm. by booking him on segments, even if he's not on TV and all the the numbers are indicating that, like, hey, this guy has next. Mm. Sometimes you mm. got to change plans. Definitely. What What else we got? Okay, so another another story that we have: um, Cody Rhodes has been um, on the promotion trail this week, um, promoting his documentary and stuff. So, um, but he also had an interview with um, my guy um, Chris Van Vliet. Um, he was talking. He was asked about um, Seth Rollins. Um, and when talking about Seth Rollins, he was saying how he never wants to face Seth Rollins again. He feels that story's kind of been come and gone. But at the same time, if he said, if I were to ever write a book one day, I would write a whole chapter on how good that guy is. Um, it's beautiful to see the mutual respect or the respect, you know, um, you, you, um, wrestlers have for their peers and all the rest of it. And as great as their storyline feud has been, it's clear that they have very real respect for each other um, outside of the ring and stuff as well. So yeah, Cody Rhodes has been doing a lot of talking, which is great to see as well. I mean, he's, he's very good at it, so it makes sense. Um, but yeah, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, would you ever see, do you ever see them re reigniting any type of feud in the future? So Cody's saying all the right things right now. Mm -hmm. He's saying that the story. Um, he's saying that the story was always about the title that his dad never won. That's one thing, but also um, they wrestled so many times in 2022 mm. that you can't mm. just go back to that like right now. But it feels like you're in a crash course to do it anyway because they're on the same roster and they're the same brand per se right and now with roman reigns he's pivoted to internal strife so like you're going against jay what's going to happen with solo it doesn't feel like mm -hmm. we're going to get to roman cody again for a while so i think it, oh, naturally by the end of the year you're going to have to see them like have seth versus cody for the title at some point mm. at some point unless you're pulling the title off seth here at SummerSlam or in the near future I think that has to happen again just for the sake of having layers to getting back to Roman. But I think it's cool that he has like a, such a deep reverence for Seth. You yeah. know that they had the surprise WrestleMania match. Um, hell, just a, just a year ago mm -hmm. where he finally made his return back to WWE. And I don't know how much planning there was before that. I think I remember him saying they had a couple conversations here or there before the actual Mania match. So they're kind of perfect dance partners for each other. Um, mm -hmm. Him saying that he'll have an entire chapter dedicated to how good Seth Rollins is speaks to if you have rankings or stuff like that, at any point in any given time, Seth Rollins is the best wrestler in the world. I think that's that goes without without saying. Just the work ethic, mm -hmm. being able to perform with almost anybody. But I like that Cody is saying the right things about the whole goal is to win the title that his dad never won. I don't, I don't know. Stranger things have happened. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if we want to treat the WWE like major uh, sports organizations, trades could happen, um, releases could happen. So yep. we can see all types of crazy things to get Cody back in front of Seth or or Jay. Who knows? Mm. I, I mean, for me, with that whole story, I, I'm one of those guys who believes the story ended um, at WrestleMania. In terms of him beating Roman Reigns specifically to win that championship, not to say that he won't win the championship. I feel, I believe he will at some point. Um, and I, I, I'm sure at some point it was supposed to happen. His injury probably, you know, tarnished that whole thing, the, 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 the major plan, the long-term plan. Um but at the same time, you know, there, there was still so there is still so much Cody can do um, to get back to that as well. Um, but this whole thing with him and Seth, um, it could run for forever. It, 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 I think it will end up being at some point, you know, one of those great feuds that we've seen over the years. Like, for example, um, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold or, or Randy Orton and Cena and, you know, I mean, stuff like that. Brock Lesnar yeah. and, 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 um, and Roman Reigns. I, I believe I it's we're like a flare steamboat. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Very, very similar. Yeah, they, they, you know, they they match up so perfectly together in the ring. Um, their characters, all that type of stuff. I think it's it's the perfect type of feud. And I, I don't as much as they wrestled so many times in a relatively short space of time. Um, I I was never bored of it. I was never bored of it, and I think that speaks to just how perfectly matched up those two are. Um, I don't think I need to see it anytime soon again, but I definitely want to see it again at some point. JD brings up an interesting comment in the chat, and he says, Roman dropping the title to one of his family members is a more interesting storyline than dropping it to Cody. There's an argument in that. Um, obviously, you know, we've we've been following this whole bloodline thing for about two years now. Um, it would make sense. We've been, you know, a lot of people have been waiting for um, Jay to beat Roman. We probably wanted it about six months ago. Um, it looks like it may happen very, very soon. Um so yeah, it, it's it's a more compelling story. I don't know if I'd use the word interesting, but it's definitely more compelling um, than it being Cody Rhodes. And we just expected Cody Rhodes to win. If he won, it would have been okay. We expected it, or you know, we, you know, he, he was he was supposed to do it because his dad was so and so and blah blah blah. Um, but with Jay winning it, this guy who, when you know, a few years ago, we wouldn't even consider him being a single star. Um, let alone a singles champion. It makes it just more compelling. I believe it kind of, it is what, it is the essence of what wrestling is about. So when we were behind the likes of a Daniel Bryan, for example, when we were so behind um, Sami Zayn at, um, at one point as well, you know, it's it's that that whole um, underdog story that we we so easily fall for, we so easy, so much, so love. Um, so yeah, the, the, this whole Jay thing, Jay and Roman, You've got the whole family thing going on. You still got Solo kind of in the background. You could be, you know, make make some kind of um, input in in that whole thing as well. So, yeah, I, I believe it's a lot more of, of a compelling story than it, than the whole Cody Rhodes thing ever was. To be fair, but let me play devil's advocate real quick mm. because we we were just talking about Merchant a minute ago, and Cody yeah. Rhodes is still the top seller. So. Isn't he the ultimate underdog? And I'm posting that to the guys in the chat. Isn't he still the ultimate underdog? He's going through his hard times right now. And by the numbers, LA Knight is the top guy after that because I don't see any numbers on the Jey Uso merch. So if nope. Jay is really the one to pose the threat to Roman, where's the, the backing financially? I know the social media numbers are there. I know he 
mm-hmm. has a lot of views on YouTube for all these different segments. But where's the financial backing for the company to say, hey, we're going to strap our rocket ship to this guy and dethrone the guy who's been the champion for the past three years because that's what the fans want? That's a very, very interesting, interesting question. Um, for me, I believe Cody's being used the right way at the moment he's 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 on our he's on our screens at least twice every 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 raw whether he's whether he's wrestling whether he's speaking sometimes he comes on the mic twice which is crazy um so he's being used in in that respect and they're they're building to it i believe what they're doing now is almost like what they wanted to do before he got injured kind of tell this whole story this whole you know um this whole long story to to get him to the top and his his struggle to the top and and whatever else. So to face a guy like Brock Lesnar, um, to overcome Brock Lesnar is is a massive thing as well. Um, so yeah, I think we're kind of almost starting again with what Cody's journey should have been um a year almost a year ago. Um, in terms of Jay, I'll be honest, like I'm I'm still not completely convinced of Jay as a world champion. Okay. I'm 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 not I'm I i do not know what it is. I I if I if I thought about anything, it probably would be more not so much Jay himself, but more so the fact that Roman has been a champion for so long, been so unbeatable, um, has beaten all the top stars already, and then it's Jay that beats him. It kind of just doesn't work. But because of the story, the whole family connection, it will make sense. Um, but I, I, I can't think of anyone else that they could possibly be right now. They've not done anything enough with anyone else um, close enough to Roman to do it. So there is only Jay right now. Well, I'm pro chaos. I'm, I'm hoping in Detroit that we see Jay dethrone Roman and then get, get mm. immediately cashed in on by Priest. I'm I pro chaos. I, I want that to happen, and I want Seth to drop the belt to Valor, and you just strap up Judgment Day completely. Yes, I, I I can see that happening. Definitely see that happening. I think that's a strong shout. Um, Dominic's gonna gonna retain against Wesley and um, and Mustafa Ali at Great American Bash, and then we get oh the Judgment Day with a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, that would work for me. That would work. It'd be interesting. I think that would. Uh, I think you'd have all the emotions that you have with every other Bloodline match we've seen this year. You'd have the the moment of him becoming tribal chief the moment mm-hmm. of him becoming a singles champion all for it to just go away in a in the snap of a finger yeah that that would that would make it even more interesting to be honest that would make a lot of sense and then in that sense you can maybe you can even reset the bloodlines like hey we lost everything and we're stronger together i don't i don't know possibly uh it would happen eventually not straight away but maybe no. eventually give everybody maybe a little break a little yeah, break. yeah yeah of course of course of course Everyone All right, what, what else we got? Um, our next story we want to turn our, our, our heads to um, is the primetime player that is Titus O'Neil. Um, we've seen him a couple of times um, over the past few few weeks um, on commentary, um, but he was on the bump um, earlier today um, with my favorite person, Caleb Braxton. Um, and he was saying that um, he would love to jump on the whole commentary thing um, on a full-time, would love to kind of, you know, learn the ropes and do it more often. Um, how, how have you felt with with um, Titus O'Neil on commentary um, the, the, couple, the few times that he's done it over the last few weeks? So he, 
I, I know we, uh, most notably there at WrestleMania, I was in the building, but at the, in the playback, it was really good. I'm mm. I'm up for all. I'm always up for like an influx of new commentary. I even like when we have special yes. guest commentators. I wish they would do more of that. Um, I think most recently, these past few years, I've enjoyed Beth Phoenix a lot on commentary. Wade mm. Barrett a lot on commentary. Mm. I think Vic is really good. Of course, Michael Cole has been a mainstay. So like having somebody mm. new, and I think it's all about the pairings. That makes sense to me. You want to have mm, people that are mm. good pairings that mesh with one another so it's not awkward. And there's ne- like we've seen uh, people come from a space that's not the wrestling space or the sports space come in yep. and uh, do commentary. It sounds bad. So mm. getting people who've been around the business is always a good thing. And I think honestly, I don't think they shook it up enough during the draft. Like I, I, I can't do Booker T on NXT commentary no more. I, I, w- I would love to get like, Booker back on Raw or SmackDown with somebody else because with NXT, it's just I, I, I can't do it anymore. But it's it, it can feel like too much. It can feel like yeah, it, it just feels like he doesn't know who the characters are at times. And it just it just it, it shows. Um, but I would love to see maybe Titus paired up with with uh, Corey Graves more for a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Mm hmm. Because I think they can bounce off each other's personality, kind of fill that void that, that Byron Saxton left. I, I think True. it makes perfect sense. Um, and, and I think there needs to be a little bit more excitement in the raw commentary in general. Um, you know, Corey Graves is doing great, but, you know, um, Patrick, I don't know if he's, I, I, I can't really get with, with, with his whole thing. I so think that's why they added him at times. Patrick can be yeah. kind of dry at times. And it's not his yeah. fault. He's used to being a, a reporter. So it's like you're going right. play by play. You have to emphasize certain things. You're not just you're not just talking uh, about what's going on. It's like you're, you're right. trying to tell a story without us seeing your face. So yeah, 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 true. And it's not it's not easy. Um, so there has to be that element of energy um, and the chemistry between you know um, Graves and Titus O'Neil has been great when when it's when when they've done it. So I definitely feel he needs to be um, a, a more of a mainstay and not just an every now and again type of thing one thing understated in this is that maybe going back to the three uh three panel commentators is is necessary exactly um that might work even better i think we've seen it in nxt like i said when beth was down there but maybe having titus there to kind of add that comic relief so graves Mm -hmm. can kind of go back into being like the heel commentator and kevin can just be like straight journalism straight news yeah yeah, i think they might have found that blueprint and figured that might work better but um because I know they're missing that from Raw with Saxton. Mm. Corey's kind of having to bounce around and like be the heel and be the funny guy. He spent like, I don't know, what, 10 minutes or so uh, this past Monday doing a Ludwig Kaiser impression. And it was it was spot on. Yeah, he sounded yeah. just like him. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think that's more of an – it's more natural for Corey to just be like the, for lack of better uh, names, the, the Jerry Lawler of the, yeah. of the booth and kind of be the narcissist and the heel. Mm. Yeah, I feel like, you know, Corey Graves is just, just doing too much um, because he has to, um, because Kevin Patrick, again, like I said, it, it's just quite monotone in the sense where, you know, it, it's all on one level, um, which is a shame. You know, I mean, he's a nice guy, all the rest of it, and I don't want to beat down on anybody, but it just needs something more. Um, so Corey Graves doesn't have to do so much and kind of, you know, um, make up for 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 Kevin Patrick, really. Mm-hmm. 
Stephanie Stephanie Hardy is available for commentary. WWE. She has my stamp. Listen, put her on, definitely. <laughs> what else we got here? Okay. Oh, um, uh, oh, oh let me go to let me go to um Brandy Rhodes. Um Brandy Rhodes. Um, we've been asking the question for a while from, from when Cody Rhodes um first came back to WWE. Um, whether Brandy would be by his side at some point. Um, and I think we have an answer to that now. Um, the simple answer is she won't be. Um, the reason is, <laughs> the reason is, um, so she was asked the question, you know, when, when she, will, will she return? But she also announced as well, um, I think it was later last, um, late last week, um, that she is starting her own company. She's been in the works with this thing for about six months or so now, um, and that is Yoga and Pilates. She's opening up her own Yoga and Pilates studio um, and hoping to help people around the world, whether it be online, whether they visit the studio physically, um, with Yoga, Pilates, and kind of finding themselves again, um, you know, after hard times maybe, or just a bit of uncertainty of, of their lives and stuff, and kind of finding themselves through yoga and Pilates. Um, said, you ever done anything like that before? Yoga, Pilates? Oh, I'm going to say Pilates, absolutely not. <laughs> but okay. but yoga, okay. yoga is actually vital for your health. I think everybody should experience yoga. I'm not deep into it. I'm very, very on the surface, basic, but it is good. Something I want to get back into. But yoga, mm. yoga uh, membership is expensive out here. Oh, mate, yoga is expensive. expensive everywhere <laughs> um but you know obviously we've seen we've seen um the success of the much um the much famed um ddp yoga as well um we know how much that has done for so many people not just in wrestling outside of wrestling as well um i i interviewed um ddp not too long ago and he just before he came over to the uk he did like a little tour and he was telling me the numbers and almost every every um place he was going was I was sold out or very close to sold out. Um, so that just shows you just how much pull, you know, the whole yoga scene and how important, just as you said, you know, how, how important yoga is for for, for the body and, and, and how popular it is with people. So I'm hoping for Brandy um, that it's definitely something she can sink her teeth into and, and get, fully, get fully behind. We've seen her make success out of a lot of things um, already as well um when she was doing stuff with AEW, their branding um you know the outreach stuff the community stuff um aw heels which is still going strong without her being there now um and stuff like that and she's a massive reason um you know cody Rhodes kind of became popular i guess in the mainstream as well um so you know she knows not you know she she knows about her branding um and stuff like that so i can only see it being successful and i, I just hope it is for her as well yeah, I think it's pretty cool that she's starting her own business. I know they're doing a lot with uh, their school down, uh, I believe, in Georgia, the Nightmare Factory. But yes, I think yes. fans did want to see her on screen on TV, but maybe there's just no no need for it right now. And I know mm, um, mm. I know she was working very hard in AEW as training, becoming an in-ring performer. Maybe one day we can see. One, one thing I'm clamoring for is I hope they bring back Mixed Match Challenge. I think they're missing the boat here. With extra, I, with extra content, at least. There's a space for it, challenge. Yeah, I think yeah. that's entertaining. You always get odd pairings, and it's always always fun. I think if you even up the stakes and maybe do a mixed match challenge that would lead into King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring, is something that would be fun. They could do something like that. 
that'd be a good space for Brandy to kind of get back her wrestling chops. But is there is there a space for Brandy on television? Unless I guess in the uh, the interviewer role or the Samantha Urban role. True. Um, I, yeah. Obviously, that's what she did when she was in the WWE back in the day as um, Eden. I believe the name was uh, her name was in in those days. Um, she was the first female, not even just black female, first female to announce at WrestleMania. Um, as far as I understand, I believe it was that. Um, but at the same time, I believe, not to downplay that role, but I believe that role is now beneath her, you know, hoping I could use a, a different term. But I, I would like to see her, if she did come back, I would like to see her right next to Cody Rhodes, um, kind of, you know, the valet manager type, type role. Um, but it's like you said, I don't think there's a need for it. There's, there, Cody definitely doesn't need anything like that for now. Um, there's no story or anything being told where we need to see Brandy. Um, it would have been nice if she came in with him at the start, but right now, I don't think there's necessarily a space for her um, at the moment. So, you know, and I believe with the timing, um, obviously they've got their 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 young daughter, um, Liberty, as well. Um, she was obviously looking after her and growing her up for the past couple of years and stuff. So she wanted to focus on her daughter, I'm sure. Um, and you know, in time, maybe wrestling again, whether she's in ring um, as as an active wrestler or beside um, beside her husband, who knows? But for now, it's nice to see that she can still hold her own and do her own thing and and, and be happy doing that as well. Yeah, JD in the chat mentioned uh, a question that the AEW fans were perhaps booing her towards the end of her AEW tenure, more mm -hmm. of a go away type heat, and that. I don't know if that would translate over to WWE programming, if I'm being honest. I think the only one that's getting go away heat, with, which is obviously still drawing ratings, is, is Dominic. Mm. Mm. I, I'm sure it wouldn't be that far as, as, yeah. as Dominic's getting. Um, but I, I guess that would be based on how she's used. Um, I think with AEW, it, it may have felt as though they were trying too hard um, with her push. And I, and I guess, you know, by association, because she's she's she is the wife of the owner, or at the time was the wife of, of the owner or one of the owners, and all the rest of it. Um, it may have felt to, to some of the fans as though you know she's just getting the opportunities and positions she's getting just because of that. Um, and this woman will get heat for just saying hello at, at one point, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's one of those things, whether it would translate over in the, into WWE. I think if she came about now, not so much. If it happened straight away, more than likely. More than likely. But I don't think it would happen so much now. Maybe we see Rhea interfere with a match, kind of like what happened with Jade on AEW, and we get that moment again with, with Rhea. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. We, we, we wow. haven't seen a lot of callbacks happening on TV lately. <laughs> maybe maybe that's a thing. And you know what? This is crazy. This is, I'm not going to let this slide, but like – and I'm aging myself here, but is this a Yogi Bear reference? Once I tried loading a store with 17 picnic baskets before I realized. <laughs> did, yes, we get a, <laughs> did we get a Yogi Bear reference on July 26, 2023, year of our Lord? That is crazy. <laughs> that was a good one, though. That was a good one. That was a good one. Well done. All right. Interesting. Well done, I think we got one more story, and then maybe we got enough time to talk some NXT. Yes, um, I'll let you take this one, Seth. I'll let you take this one. I didn't want to take it. 
I didn't want to take it. I didn't want to even. Oh, I guess we got it. It's, it's on the sheet. It's on the sheet, so we got to take it. Hulk Hogan's in the news cycle, and he's been asked to be, I guess, said to be asked to be wanting to do more content. He said that he's always been asked all the time to do reality TV shows. He said mm. he's turned down a bunch of movies, a whole bunch of TV shows. He gets calls all the time. With the content he has now, the bar, the restaurant, the retail store, his son, his daughter, his new baby, his fiance, new fiance, Sky Daily, has three kids. There's all mm -hmm. kinds of content. Everyone's banging on me all the time to do reality shows. I just shut it all down. Even with appearances and autograph sessions, I use Prince Marketing when I do stuff. Sometimes WWE will call me to do stuff. I still work for them, but I'll kind of pass on that. Or I'll do it. Depends on what the weather is like, said Hogan. And this uh, was a recent interview when the Bond on this past weekend uh, show. Um, I don't know. I, I, obviously, me nor Adrian wanted to take the story for obvious reasons, but uh, it was here. So we got to talk about Hulk Hogan. And my, I guess my question I'm going to pose to the chat is, is anybody really asked for this in 2023? Do we, do we want to see, <laughs> see Hulk Hogan on our reality? And, and I think about the reality TV space uh, mm -hmm. where we have like, I'm, and I'm just speaking for my own self. You got like the dating shows, the Love Island, the uh, Love is mm. Blind. Uh, mm -hmm. And you get even darker. Like you got the uh, the Zeus Network, which comes up with all types of stuff. You got the Housewives and stuff like that. I grew up on BGC, real heavy. So what space does Hulk Hogan fit in? Where he's like, I want to. I, I care about what him and his family are doing, and I want to see more Hulk Hogan on my TV. Um. To, to take away any personal feelings, I'll be very honest. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were a lot of people um, who would want to see Hulk Hogan in, in a reality TV space. I mean, they're, they're, we are we are a, a minority, really, when we say that, that we don't care about Hulk Hogan. There are still so many that do. Um, and to put him in reality, reality TV, as with all the things that you mentioned, you know, he's, 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 um, he just announced he's, he's getting married. Um, that whole dynamic there, you know, everything else that he's doing outside of the whole wrestling space and blah, 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 and whether he may ever get back into it and could be interesting, I said that very lightly, interesting TV um, for a lot of people. Not every, not, not every reality show is great, but at the same yeah, time, sure. um, we, we watch it because we're just nosy people, you know what I mean, more than yeah. anything else. So... It would just be. I, I think I probably would actually watch it if I'm honest, um, just to see, not because I actually care, but just to see. So, it there's a, there's a space for it. Um, whether someone does it or not is another thing. Whether I would actually ask for it is is a no, but there's a space for it. Yeah, I mean Terry Terry kind of did himself into a a unredeemable space. Um, mm, 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 mm which it sucks for him being such a big part of the WWF, the yep. WWE, and being such an iconic wrestler in the 80s and 90s and whatnot. A lot mm -hmm. of great moments, but it's still – it was a very – I mean, it's not interesting at all. It's a, it's a hill that he died on, and it's nothing you can right. do about that. Right. Um, he, to the point where WWE tries to bring him back after time has passed and it still just doesn't hit the same. Mm -mm. You're talking mm -hmm. about a generation of people who who at once were Hulkamaniacs, who did the whole vitamins thing and all that routine to, to learn mm -hmm. that about somebody. You, it's it's unredeemable. So, no, yeah. I, I, I do not believe that there 
our networks asking for him to do rally TV. And I realize that there is a bubble outside of me where people still rock with Hulk Hogan. That people mm. still look at him like like the red and yellow guy. But mm-hmm. I don't think that it would do the ratings that uh, a reality TV show would need to get more than one season out of it. Let's just put it that way. I, I, I believe that would be a thing as well. So as much as there would be maybe there may be a few people that would be interested, I definitely don't see it doing ratings and it becoming ex- a successful show necessarily. Um, it would just be something that happens and then that's the end of it. Um, but yeah, as I, as I said, there, there's something there's something there maybe. Um, but and and at the same time, you know, we, we talk about you know obviously what he did and stuff, but a lot of reality shows or even just shows in general these days kind of run off controversy as well. So that might be part of it. That might that might help. Um, but we have seen when WWE have, have kind of brought him back, it's kind of had definitely mixed reactions. Um, from yeah, from fans in, in 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 the stadiums and, and and arenas and stuff so i'm sure any type of reality show would kind of get a very similar type of mixed reaction definitely yeah i feel like the boss set us up with that story there yeah i think she did i'll be speaking to her later <laughs> we got a little bit of time left I, I think we should talk nxt we got the great american bash oh, coming up go, this sunday go. and then we got SummerSlam a week after that did you get a chance mm. to check it out um, so I got a chance to see a few clips from um, the last NXT, and of course, my favorite thing about it, um, about what's happening at the Great American Bash, is the triple threat match. Um, I'm just glad to see Wesley is still involved. Thank God. Um, whether how how this one transpires, I have no idea, but that's what I love about it. I just don't know who's going to come out on top. I, it I, seems like I, they're going to cancel each other out, though, him and Ali, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a little bit. And this and this what creates the, the great dynamic with this whole thing is that, you know, we were waiting for Ali versus Wesley, and we were just waiting for that, you know, what I've called a, a dream match. I didn't realise I wanted so bad until it kind of became a thing. Um, but then you've got this whole thing with Dom now. And I can't see Dom losing the title. So it's going to be interesting to see how they make that work, how they make it happen. But there's also still nothing to say that he can't lose the title. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm very intrigued to see how, how this one plays out um, and whoever wins, how they win. And especially if it is Dominic Mysterio, how? Yeah, yeah. I think they're actually setting up Dom for like a solid North American championship run. I'm not going to lie. He's mm. already defended mm. the title twice in yep. a week. Yeah, um, you had Ali and Wesley kind of cancel each other out. We don't know where Tyler Bate is and all this, uh, mm. but it's cool that it's going to be a triple threat match. I'm pretty sure having Dom on the programming is obviously helping ticket sales for Great American Bash, mm-hmm. possibly because you're going to get Rhea Ripley in the building as well. We saw Rhea yes. Ripley in the main event against Lyra Valkyria uh, last night, match. which was a great match. Amazing match. Love seeing Rhea giving her the rub. I expect mm. I, I expect her to be a Judgment Day member before the end of the year. I expect it. And I think that'd be very interesting because they can actually flex into the tag team division um, mm. and do some work there. And I think the Judgment Day is going to be an even stronger faction. Bose mm. in the chat is saying they added a pre show match. Of course, we're getting uh, Nathan Frazier, Dragon Lee, yes. Lisa, and Valentina versus the Metaphor. If you saw that last night, uh, we okay. have now two Heritage Cup holders. And of course, Noam Dar actually never physically lost the cup. So I was waiting for them to kind of 
bring this caveat in. Yeah, I think that'll actually add an interesting layer to that because I'm still getting used to the cup being an actual title. It just doesn't feel right. 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 And if it was me, mm. I would just revive the cruiserweight championship. That's what I would do. But yeah. I, maybe they're going to take some time to get there. I think Noam Dor. I, I'm happy that faction is getting TV time. I think if you just give that faction time, it'll be very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely, I absolutely love that faction. Um, when I first kind of saw them come together, I was like, "What is this?" But not in the sense of what are you doing, but more so, "Wow, who put this together?" Um, it's very different, completely different, um, and I and I love the dynamic of it as well. Um, you know, you've got Noam Dar, who is you know fully fledged, I guess. I say a fully fledged star because I know him very well, but at the same time, he's still new to many, to a lot of people. Um, but then you also have our mentor who's kind of coming through. And then obviously the girls, um, Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson, who again are, are, are new faces, relatively new faces to a lot of people. And Jakara Jackson um, and Lash Legend have just just taken the ball and run with what they've been given with this whole thing. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and our immense has kind of found a, a spot for him, for himself on NXT. Yeah. Kind of when he came um, in from NXT UK, he was kind of just there. Now he's got a spot. He's got, a you know, a, a fully fledged, I guess, a character and a, a space for him as well. Yeah. yeah, he definitely does. But he's, he's, I think he's in a perfect position for that to happen. Um, with with this as well. So metaphor, I'm I'm a massive fan of of that whole thing, um, and this time that they're getting is is going to be great. Um, it's interesting to see what's kind of happening with Dragon Lee, Nathan Fraser, um, and the rest as well, because obviously you still got Umberto um, Carrillo and um, I forget his name now. Um, his cousin Angel Garza. Angel I'm here Garza, for that that's the one. I mean, they they, they yeah. never gave them they never gave them time as a tag team. If you remember, True. Angel Garza was cooking on NXT before he got called up. He was a great character before. Right, you right. did all that stuff in the pandemic where he was with uh, Zelina Vega and all that. And we mm -hmm. it's, we're so far past that that mm -hmm. yes, let him be his own star. And True. you know what, Stephanie brings up an interesting uh, question in the chat. Do we feel like they're setting up for the separation of Carmelo and Trick after last night? Yes and no. No, because we have already seen them on main roster programming twice now, I believe. Yep. Yep. And they were just meeting, uh, I think, with, I think they met with Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Bobby last. Lashley. Bobby so Lashley I, I don't think they're doing that now. But I do think that it brings an interesting point up because you need, one thing I talk about with Carmelo's title reign, we're getting too much of a humble Carmelo Hayes. Like, mm. I miss mm -hmm. the braggadocious, mm -hmm. disrespectful mm -hmm. Carmelo Hayes that we're not getting. So maybe that's going to be his biggest test is facing his childhood friend because it seems like there's no depth of challengers for Melo, which is why you have to bring people mm -hmm. down to challenge mm -hmm. Melo. You had Corbin. I mean, you ran Braun. You're barely getting Ilya now, and I think Ilya's destined for the main roster. And I feel mm -hmm. like you're going to get more people who are not, quote, unquote, next up at NXT challenge Melo before anybody else, which is why mm -hmm. I feel like people like Trick, Angel Garza, would do a lot of justice to making this title reign feel better than what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 been a bit of a of, of a struggle um, for me as well. Kind of really getting behind the run. Um, great to see that he's the champion. He's been doing great stuff, especially when it comes to the the in ring. When it comes to the matches and stuff, it's it, he's still doing great things there. But it just doesn't feel as 
amazing as I guess I expected it to be. Um, this whole thing with Trick, I think I, 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 it's a difficult one because if not for his appearance on SmackDown with Bobby Lashley and all the rest of it, I'd be fully with this whole thing of Trick being maybe the next person that he faces um, and having a you know really strong chance of maybe or us thinking that he, he could beat Carmelo. Um, again, the whole kind of friend friend stroke family thing is always very compelling. Um, imagine, if they just, imagine they just got like in a heated argument at the barbershop. <laughs> the barbershop. Right. And it's like... <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Um, so it's easily done. I think we've kind of been waiting for it a little bit. We, you know, we've heard different people say how great Trick is and how he's kind of the next person and all that kind of stuff. So he could use that to his advantage or part of his story as well. Um, but there's also this thing in me that kind of is almost waiting for Carmelo to lose to, to Dragunov. Um, and I think it's a little bit more to do with the fact that obviously he's been talking with Bobby Lashley. That's got us feeling as though Bobby Lashley's kind of putting his group together and then Trick, um, Trick and Carmelo being part of that group. Um, there's two ways it could go in a sense where, you know, he could probably drop the belt and then end up on main roster. But now that we've seen Dom on every single show with an NXT belt, there's still a possibility Carmelo could do the, a very similar thing. So be on the main roster, even if only on SmackDown, but then still hold that NXT championship for, for, for a bit of time as well. That would make things, that could make things very interesting. Maybe, you know, um, defend the NXT championship on SmackDown a few times against some SmackDown um, um, wrestlers as well. So there's so many ways it could go. So many, and I'm excited because we had that mm. coming up this Sunday. And just before we get up out of here, do we think Damien tries to cash in on Sunday? I'm saying yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, when he says Sunday, does he mean, hold on, does he mean NXT or do you mean SummerSlam? I, I mean SummerSlam when I say that. SummerSlam. I mean SummerSlam. SummerSlam, so, I think. Saturday. Not, not NXT. Saturday. Not yeah, Sunday. Not I don't NXT. think he tries to cash in on mm-hmm. Mellow or anything like that. Mm-mm. Well, I think we got other shows after this. So before we get up out of here, um, Adrian, where can the good people find you at? You guys can find me, A Dazzle, on Black Wrist Alliance on Instagram um, and BWA Dazzle on Twitter. You can always, always also find me on the WrestleMania UK YouTube channel live every Tuesday um, at 1.30 Eastern um, with my guy Mex and the professor that you see here quite often, Gerard Bonner as well, talking all things black wrestling so that's where you can find me awesome man you can find me on the gram and the thread that says the answer whatever we're calling twitter's these days that said says c double d underscore s-a-y-s and then you can follow my writing at dailyddt.com thank you for joining us everybody in the chat shout outs to boza steph bobby jd um for giving us great content for engaging with us we appreciate it you guys make wt what it is check out some of our other shows on the network we have a lot of shows check out the website it's live now check out our articles it's a lot of great stuff you can find and until then we'll be back on friday again this is wwt live the number one platform for everything women's wrestling ciao for now women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet
Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.